This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that and I think our listeners have noticed too because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. And we're back. And just like that. We were just like marveling at Tony. We both described him as svelte at the same time. Mm-hmm. He's a svelte king. We both just were like overcome with his beauty. I'm constantly overcome with how cute he, he is. He's a gorgeous dog. He only gets cuter and cuter as time goes on. He is so handsome. You're the handsomest boy in he all really, of the like, land. He's, a, he's like a little chap. He is. He's a handsome chip. And everyone who meets him loves him. 
He delights everyone wherever he goes. Everyone, he, he crosses the paths of people, changes their lives for the better. People like in the neighborhood know his name and they don't know my name. Yeah. They go, hi, Tony. And they're like, who's this bitch? <laughs> yeah, they're like, and you. <laughs> Tony's mom. And that woman. Yeah. That's you. He's like, that's my mother. He's getting little white hairs on his chin. His he's still... Third- He's two, His third right? birthday is coming up. Oh, I know some. He's pubs, turning three? Yeah, in April. Oh my Isn't God. that crazy? What's his birthday? April 9th. <gasps> he's Aries King. We're just on the cusp of each other. I know. Some pugs get little white chin hairs, though. That's going to be him. He's mm. probably like 20 right now in dog years or like 13. He's like probably 17 or 18. You're a man now, Tony. Tonya. You must choose him. You must take care of me. You must choose. You must take You're care of your mother. Of Go work in the factory for your mother. You're the man of the house. Make your own factory. <laughs> You're like at home, like. I'm just over a fire. <laughs> like have a pot over a fire, yeah. just making gruel for the day to day. While he goes and works. He works in the at field. like the steel mill. Mm-hmm. The steel mill. The steel mill. Yeah. You're my Tonya. There's this movie coming out with Channing Tatum where he has like a dog. Have you seen the trailers for that? No. It's, it's literally called like Dog. Cool. And he, he's like a. Is it like a thoughtful? Well, no. He's like a. The dog is like a war dog who was like in the army, and then his owner or his handler gets like blown up overseas. So Channing Tatum has to bring the dog to the handler's funeral, and they okay. have like an unlikely friendship cross country is this like a disney movie i don't know what it is it seems like a family comedy but he's like traveling across with this zany dog and it's like about veterans so it's gonna be like a tearjerker probably that is propaganda it's complete like american military propaganda which i think is they're like well america's really tired of like the storyline of like veterans having PTSD, but That's, you know what they haven't seen have PTSD? A dog. A dog. Isn't that fucked up? That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. They're like, Americans love dogs and they love Channing. He plays well in all four quadrants. Yeah. Let's cast Channing with a dog. Imagine like the focus and group. They that, love the focus fucking group that, like, veterans. Came up with that idea. They're like, okay, we can get Channing. He's really he's like a hit on Ellen. Channing's really big with like the Ellen audience. Mm-hmm. They so, love him, and you know that like probably a good amount of those Ellen ladies and those in those shows are like war women, like army, but like mm-hmm. army brides. Yeah, and they love like a veteran. Mm-hmm. So that's like a perfect combination. Wow, I'm gonna see this. Yeah, they got me. I mean, your sounds like you're gonna see it. Mm, on demand. On demand. Love that. Or yeah, like it on, seems like on demand, or like though. a plane movie. Mm-hmm. I just can't like commit to a dog. Like I saw Marley and Me. I watched that in the gym once, and I was sobbing on the treadmill. It was like on one of the little TVs on the treadmill. Yeah, and I was sobbing. Like Marley it was just... and Me, like did not do it for me. Really? Yeah, I wasn't. My I think dog movies peaked with like Homeward Bound and oh, Beethoven that, that and movie fucking tore me. <laughs> tore me tore your hole <laughs> tore my asshole apart um beethoven and like look who's talking those now. were good 90s dog comedies i think and then it moved into 
2000s. It just Air got... Bud. Yeah, Airbud. I was like not the an Airbud kid. Of like me being like something ain't right here. I never cared about Airbud. People were obsessed with Airbud. I want to see. I guess more of like. I am Legend. No, I didn't like I Am Legend. But like that kind of dog relationship? No, I like either animals' relationships with each other or Beethoven, I guess, was an outlier because that's like the animals' relationship. I guess it's an animals' relationship with the whole family. Yeah. But really the animal going head-to-head with Charles Grodin Mm -hmm. and then eventually winning him over, having like... Yeah. Like I want hijinks and comedy, not just like... We got a dog and we loved it so much. It was a little rascal, but then it was a great dog and then it died. Like that and, is not. And then eventually squaring off with Debbie Mazar. Did Marley square with Debbie? No, Beethoven. Oh, yeah. And Beethoven second. Mm-hmm. And Reese. Reese Witherspoon? No, the girl, the daughter Reese who was in The Nanny. Oh. Remember she played the oldest daughter in The no, Nanny? No, I don't have, I have not, no recall for Beethoven oh. apparently. Just other than the fact that I loved it. Beethoven was, Beethoven's second was formative for me because there's a scene where Reese goes to a house party on the lake. Oh. Mm-hmm. And this like really hot guy tries to kiss her. And it was like my first like sexual. You were like, I'm gay. Well, yeah. Or just like that I, like it was just my first taste of like sexuality in a movie. Wow. And I was I remember being like, I want to be her kissing him. But like, it was such a, it was so weird too. It was like this, like, I came out of nowhere and I was like five or six watching this and just being like, I knew what, I knew what was happening. When it hits, it hits. And then, and then that's that iconic scene when the Beethoven, he rips his leash and it rips the facade of the house off. And then that dick goes flying into the lake because he tried to pressure Reese. Well, classic. Beethoven, Beethoven will preserve. A, he's a cock block. Beethoven <laughs> will preserve your a young your virgin's virgin hymen what it was. at all costs. Beethoven was like a proxy for Charles Grodin. Yeah. Who I always. Beethoven said was, no one will fuck this woman without her con- her enthusiastic consent. How to preserve. You don't need like a promise bracelet or one of those weird debutante balls. Beethoven. Just have a great Dane. Or what? What kind of dog is it? No, he was like a sh- mountain Burmese mountain dog. Um, I think have a huge dog preserve your your daughter's <laughs> <laughs> innocence. Yeah, I also loved <laughs> her, my, vagina. My, my, her vagina. <laughs> Beethoven's second is all about Beethoven's second colon vagina. The, the vagina young girl's model. vagina. The vagina model. <laughs> But Debbie Mazar's in that movie wearing like snatched Valentino. She's always, yeah, snatched villain Debbie <laughs> she's, Mazar. She's wearing like all red leather and trying to get Beethoven I'm <laughs> for no reason. No, that trope, that which is never explored in movies anymore, I think, because everyone probably thinks it's like so problematic. But like when you have a very fashionable, chic, sexy woman that just hates animals and wants them to die. <laughs> wants to kill your wants dog. Wants to kill your dog. And then what like, is that? That's I don't a... know. It's incredible because it's not like it's so... a real thing. No, but it's it only such a... exists in movies. It but only it's great. Exists... Yeah, like Corella, like she was kind of like a Corella type. But like that trope of like why if you're a powerful, successful woman, you want to kill dogs. I know. It's and like, then what? you have the dog going like head to head with this villainess and the dog <laughs> always wins. But, and 
I love to see it. Yeah, me. I, I want to see like a beautiful, fashionable woman get like Hate covered dog. in mud because of this dog that she hates and she roots for its death. I mean, it is funny. Like, I love dogs. I'm like a dog person, but it is funny to like. Like it, women it's not love ex- dogs more than anyone. Yeah, of course, but. But they, in all the movies, no, they're but, always the villain. But I kind of think it's. I think it should be done more. Oh, absolutely. People should hate. People should hate benign animals more in movies. They never have like benign animal hate anymore. No. And I argue that makes some of the greatest dog human comedy. Who has hated a dog? Like no, not even Cruella in the Cruella remake really hated dogs. Like. I mean, don't get I didn't me, see that movie. Don't get me started. But like, why did they make her like? There were so many things wrong. It's like would take an actual. I didn't need to know her backstory. No one did. That's another story. Yeah, we can't get into that. But I think just like let's have more fierce, ferocious women hating, <laughs> hating dogs. dogs. Or it would be even more radical and incredible if they had like. A ferocious like drag queen mm-hmm. hating. They should have had a drag queen play Corella. Yeah. They should have like if we're just gonna continue this trope of it's like only women can hate dogs. It's only women can hate dogs and like it's like a hyper powerful femininity. Like a woman who supports herself. Yeah. And probably a woman who has good reason to like hate this dog that's like ruining her life to some extent. <laughs> Beethoven but, like maybe... let's make it even more problematic and have it be like Yeah, a drag queen or even like a trans like a fierce trans woman. Just hating dogs. Just hating a dog. Well, like this is when you wish like Divine was still around. Yeah. Cause like Divine would have played a great Corella. It's truly like <laughs> That's the best kind of villainous energy. Yeah, because it's like there's nothing more evil than someone hating on a dog. Mm-hmm. But it makes them like... And no one really does that. But it makes so them kind of delicious. it's really incredible yeah. to see it play out in a movie. Like you, It's great for the viewer. Mm-hmm. It's so entertaining. I'm and even you, thinking of like in The Parent Trap, the girl... Meredith That Blake. plays... Mer- yeah, that plays like the stepmom. Wait, really? Before we get into the finale of Rolsik... It's or the, not the, the penultimate finale of Rosic. Lindsay, her... Oh, yeah. She's a Super Bowl ad. Well, the Super Bowl ad, but that... Netflix released, like, a preview reel of all their forthcoming retractions. It had literally less than... I know, but it than gave a... me chills and I got emotional. <laughs> Guys, you got to calm down on that because I was so... The... Did you send that to me? Yeah. You were like, they showed her movie. And I watched this whole thing. And it literally is maybe one frame. But it's It was just but the it's, photo. It's all I need. <laughs> it's all I need to know that she's working. She's on set. And she's moving. She's booking. She's showing up to the job. A snowflake hits her eye. And, the, and she, goes, she literally goes. <laughs> was that it? Yeah. Oh, I guess I didn't catch that. I don't it's know what. Her, her walking with like conviction through the snow through the snow covered town square one piece of footage they've been showing over and over again of the it's just like her being like with like a scarf yeah but i just but she looks great yeah i'm just like let's i need more the super bowl ad was good i'm also just like who the fuck cares about this bowl who also goes to planet fitness no one (laughs) 
where even I don't even I mean think, this is spoken from LA someone who went who goes to twenty who was going to twenty four hours. So I'm not like a gym snob. Gym's but really fitness. I used to belong to one in Bushwick and it Ooh. dark me out. Gym's not good. Rub me the wrong way. The only gym I ever was rubbed right by was Crunch Gym. And that was a moment. <laughs> cruising gym yeah where i literally would look over and see like shadows of guys like blowing each other in the shower (laughs) stall or like giving hjs or because you could see the men's side of course you're just like found yourself i literally had no idea i didn't even know what cruising was when i started at that gym and then a gay friend of mine told me that he would often like get hjs in the sauna or that's why you're the you're like an ultimate ally because you're of gay men because you don't even you're not you don't even know these places but you're just a gravi- I find myself you're just in gravitating towards like <laughs> yeah. just like a fuck fest at the gym and you're like i had no idea that that <laughs> i did not know that that even Cruising? happened i literally just thought we all go here to work out and it's like <laughs> in west hollywood so a lot of gay men are here i did mm. not know that like the the just squirting you make the eye t- contact <laughs> over like the chest press machine and, and like, then later you're taking things to the shower and then i just started to and i because the men's showers were along a, a wall where if you were walking into the locker room you could see the sh- the shadow yeah the outline of the hot men showering the women <laughs> it was were, like a chorus line. Uh, the women's were on the other you could not <laughs> see any outline that's like it. when you were at 24 hour and i went to the one in weho and like you'd be outside like there was like a hot tub and like a lap pool and i'd be like swimming and i would look and you would just see <laughs> like you know like in the sauna like everyone's like jerking off or like trying to jerk off and you would see one lone woman walk into the sauna and then walk right back out. <laughs> and then there'd be like a brave, one of the brave few females that would just be standing against the wall. And she would last like five minutes and then hightail out It's not a relaxing sauna no. environment when like sex is happening. It's a different environment. No, but that's so funny. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God. And then I would see sometimes these outline of men just like stroking them. And I was like, oh, wow. My earnest queen. I was like, it's really happening here for them. <laughs> <laughs> Love wow. that. Um, oh, my goodness. But Lindsay's plug-in for PF. Yeah. Give her roles. I'm, I want a comeback. I want her to be in like a Softy Brothers movie. <laughs> I don't know how much range she has, but I think if she's committed... And can really show up for herself. I, and I've always thought this, she can go really far. But she, we've seen it, born witness to the canyons. The media has like done her dirty and like. But she's done dirty but too. But she is the ultimate person that's always gotten in her own way. Yeah. No, of course. She's her own worst enemy and she's, she has squandered a lot of. Goodwill, goodwill, and, for- and fortune, and talent. Yeah, you know. So I it's up to her. It's up to her. Get her in some acting classes again. <laughs> get, get her in a Stella Adler, had, or just come do the improv class that I did. <laughs> Low commitment on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Just try it, Lens. I think I know she can do it if she really wants to show up for herself. I literally feel like Oprah right now saying that. Mm-hmm. But you it gotta is get it true. together. Get it together, girl. <laughs> the, the, just the one 
It was a, I, I thought it was going to be like 10 seconds of like no, a dialogue. It was, it was literally seconds. not even two seconds, maybe a one second. And her mom, Dina, was in the comments coming this Christmas. <laughs> Hashtag. Babe, we know it's a Christmas <laughs> movie. The you don't say. Passing Christmas or something. Yeah. Like, it's like, and we know that yeah, it's a Christmas It's, it's a movie. Christmas theme. It has it in the title. <laughs> coming this Christmas. Dina Lohan. Thank you for clarifying. Mm-hmm. I won't be sitting here for the next 10 months checking my watch going, when on earth is this movie coming out? But you know, it wasn't just two seconds. You went to truly never ending. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. Salty, Salty Utah, Utah Queens. Queens. said they did that they They are doing that that. they're doing the lord's work on this penultimate i mean it's i'm glad that we're getting some kind of closure i I need it to end i need it is it me or is are these episodes just like so long Long? yeah i'm i'll say something controversial i'm i'm fucking sick of this you're done with these women i'm done with these women you're done with the season shit or get off the pot i want to hear the nitty gritty of Jen's case. And I want to see more of that cult. That cult thing was riveting. Incredible. Can we just talk about that right off the bat? I feel yeah, like it's important. Course. So we get like an inside look again at Mary's cult for the first time this season. Or her church, sorry. Yeah, because I guess she couldn't meet for a year plus because of COVID. So then she's now back in service. A Mother's Day service. And she... She texted Jen, the spirit has moved me today to invite you to church. So Jen, I think, does it partly because she's like, I want to stay on Mary's good side because she's my gateway to Meredith, but also because she's like... She wants to be on camera. And she's like morbidly... She's a camera whore and wants to film... Jen wanted to film herself... Entering in a fur. Entering a church service that's already in progress. In rabbit fur. Showing up late in a full fur drape. Mm -hmm. That was a powerful entry a real fur i said hats off get your sun tip your sunday hat to jen shaw um, i love showing up and then taking a seat while everyone else is standing and then reading just coyly reading the pamphlet there were seven people at this church service but i also think she was morbidly curious well who wouldn't be yeah so mary is like i mean this was a truly jarring moment mary is like Lara just said, there's literally five people there, maybe like 20 people. I think we've seen the fallout yeah. of the cult rumors and people have fled. People have fled. But they're, the people that are there, the, they're there to testify and prove their devotion to <laughs> Mother Mary. They're there till the bitter end. They're like going down. They're going to be drinking the Kool-Aid when it goes down. Yeah. And they're basically just... It's not like, like Mary comes in hot. She's like, what did she say? He is alive today. Yeah. Mary's doing her best. Her it's, She's putting on a show. She's putting on the Ritz for the seven people that showed up. She's shimmying and shaking all around the stage. She's when, wearing a beautiful white suit. When Jen enters, you just hear Mary in the background just shouting. Mm-hmm. And Jen's very like, tries to be very nonplussed by it. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. 
Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Mary's giving it her all. She is. And a true professional where it's like, you know, they always say, even if the audience is small, perform like it's for a full house. Mm -hmm. So hats off to Mary. True talent for that. We get a sense of like the vibe of her current congregation, which gets worse and worse with every passing like cameo. Like first there's a woman who gets up on the platform the or pulpit. What, the pulpit and reads like... Mary, by the way, is sitting in a chair while a man fans her. Yeah. Power. Yeah. And this congregation member starts to read off like just a list of compliments about Mary, which this is not something that is done in a church. No. You, don't there, do, you never do this in church. You're there to praise... God, God and Jesus and Jesus and you don't focus like there's never ever a moment where then you just say how grateful you are and how much you admire like the pastor and this woman goes you are a perfect woman you're a perfect dresser yeah that was when I was like she had them she made sure that they say that and Mary's crying wiping tears away yeah Mary's just bawling her eyes out Jen is her face is completely like she's trying to hold it in but you can tell that she's like She's like, what the fuck? Mary stands up after this woman like speaks on her <laughs> fashion and she goes, this is radical. This yeah. is crazy. Crazy for Christ. Crazy for Christ. And then she gets the music back up and then one by one, all these other people like go off and it cuts to this woman who I was like, this woman is mentally ill and probably mm. needs like a psychiatric intervention scream crying from the ground she goes you've been the best friend i ever could have imagined like and mary's just and then this and then this a girl who's probably no older than 18 is weeping into mary's bosom and she's just going i'll never leave you mary like it's scary it's that's this is when i was like she's a cult leader where's the doc yeah Yeah, all the goodwill that i'd tried to foster the benefit of the doubt yeah i'm glad to see that most people like got internet access and the ability to google and Mm -hmm. got the fuck out of there and now the leftovers they really gotta put two and two together but also save them yeah but also like this is when you know that someone is like completely delusional when they like marry when they're allowing a camera crew a camera crew to witness this fuckery and that's the only way you can describe it. Her son, by the way, looks like he's disassociating. Yeah, I think that he is. Because he's forced to be there, clearly. Well, yeah, is, and and also, is he going to be like taking the mantle one day? Mm. I feel like he's like gonna not want to do that. No, I feel like he's used as like a prop. Yeah. Like he has to come there in order to get his allowance or whatever. But the whole thing is really dark. Yeah, and I'm deeply deeply sad that mary's off the show because i know we need way more follow-up on this she also just serves raw comedy she does you let the camera linger on her and she is a comedian at heart so back we'll rewind a little now that we've gotten that out of the way i just that needed to be discussed that was crazy that was a crazy housewives moment i could not believe that we were watching that it was 
truly unwell and, and jen un- was just there jen was like the only person she was the perfect person to witness that because mm-hmm. she's also delusional well yeah too like and she's basically leading alleged a- criminals basically and she's basically leading a cult the shaw squad mm-hmm. so it was a perfect moment um lisa's continuing her vicious rant against the marks family Wearing a just sports bra the whole time. Lisa's the supreme at this point. Yeah. She's, she's she's maybe like the best housewife going right now. Meredith has excused herself to a dark room, so it seems. And Mary... <laughs> Mary's just asking, going... Mary's... She's going, please let me in. Please, let, me, let me check on you. She goes, Meredith, please let me in. And Meredith's just going, no, I'm okay. Please. <laughs> I'm undressing. Leave me. It's okay. I, I, I don't want to see anyone right now. No, I'm done. I'm done. And then love, Ma- Mary goes, please, please. And then finally she cracks the door and lets her in. And then it's dark in there. Mary walks in and goes, oh, thank you for letting me in. <laughs> She's a vampire. She needs to be invited in. She had to be. I, I'm nothing was scarier than Mary softly knocking on the door, whispering, let me check on you. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be checked. Jenny barges into Lisa's room and she goes, I had your back, Lisa. Cause Lisa's like, none of you had my back. You were all going against me. <laughs> Lisa, That's not fair. Fuming in a sports bra. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? Cuts to Whitney. Blackout Whitney, by the way, just trying to walk, I guess, back to the house. Again, they're making them like sit in a parking lot to have these dinners. And Whitney goes, this is really rough terrain. This is really rough terrain. And And then Lisa, (laughs) Jen Shaw comes barreling upstairs and Lisa goes, don't come for me again, Jen Shaw. And Jen Shaw walks in and she goes, what's going on? Why are you yelling at me again? Everyone piles into Lisa's room. I like Jen kind of trolling. Yeah. I mean, Jen was making me laugh, but I'm also just like, you are an actual criminal. I don't get why people are giving you like the ultimate pass right now. It's insane. It's insane. But this is all just like crazy making in this house of true house. Lisa And Lisa goes, they all get into the bathroom they love getting grouped into the smallest most confined spaces and it's whitney heather jen um and lisa and then mary and jenny comes running in really quick before they close the bathroom door and lisa goes guess what i'm richer than all of you i don't need to be here and she's saying this while she's holding a blow dryer like a tiny gun she's packing up they she's, should she's packing getting ready to leave they go in on her in the bathroom and she's straight up like yeah don't get away from me and i love how none of them like they disagree. don't no they're like yeah i also, love that breaking of the fourth wall she keeps clapping her hands above her head <laughs> to it like what? she's kind of like she keeps going like, instead of like a it's very like like rock of love She's like in a place of rock of love. She is. And I like Heather going, I love, she goes, I don't really know what she's talking about, but I do love an unhinged Lisa Barlow moment. I do too. I'm I'm glad that Lisa's showing her true colors and letting the rage come through because I do feel like she's been too controlled and I like seeing her. Whitney goes, I need to have a moment with Lisa. Can I have a moment with Lisa, please? I want to have your back. Lisa tell also me how to do that. It's like what? Lisa also refers to Meredith in reference to Meredith. She says the pot making a kettle jealous. <laughs> and then we cut to Mary, and she's has her hands behind her back, and she's standing at a window in the dark, looking out into the dark night. And she goes, she's just talking to herself, and she goes, 
Heather. Heather has the blind snobbiness of a true Mormon. <laughs> she Mary is taken to wandering the halls and staring out of windows, mm-hmm. muttering. T- and she goes, she doesn't even know she looks inbred. <laughs> <laughs> the blind snobbiness of a true Mormon. Like, that is... That's a read. She doesn't even know she looks inbred. Saying to no one. To, like, the night. Lisa's voice... I'm sure it was completely hoarse for like a month after this. It must have been. So then Heather says that Lisa's friendship with Jen has kept Meredith safe because mm. Jen apparently has all this tea about Meredith that she's willing or that she wants to like spill, but she's Please. doing it out of respect for Meredith and Lisa's relationship. Cause she knows it would cause drama. But I'm like, honey, spill the spill beans. It. You're about to go to jail. It's spill time. Yeah. Mary and Meredith are just like, they're so boring together. Yeah. What are they doing? They, they're just sitting at the island. Meredith's wearing this horrendous hoodie with like is statements all marks? over it. Probably. Yeah. And Mary is just staring off into nothing as Meredith looks down at her phone and they're just not talking. They're like sitting next to some sort of brick of something. Yeah. It's like a tofu. It's like sesame tofu. Or it lo- that's what it looks like. It's a huge brick. But Whitney goes to the kitchen to confront Meredith who has gone to a place of shake because she's so enraged. And as Whitney's sitting down to talk to them, Mary's just watching Whitney with just incredulously mm-hmm. while she, as she sits, she goes, and she goes, I can't be here right now. I can't I can't listen to this. And Meredith and Whitney argue. And Meredith says something like, she goes, I don't believe that you haven't been in contact with your father. She's mean. Implying that, like, Whitney has been in contact. I don't know. They really she traded really, some barbs about dad. She, she really dug in. I think Meredith is a really mean person. Yeah, I don't like her. Yeah, sorry. She's, My father is dead yours is alive it's repugnant but like why take it to a place of diane warren also like just answer the question yeah it's it's pretty crazy this is like when i'm like this is give it just i don't think she actually did had anything to do with jen's arrest but it's just giving more fuel against her it's really bizarre that if someone asks you a question you can't just answer it and then the conversation is over Mm because it does make her seem shady or guilty yeah and that's where my brain starts getting like scrambled because i'm like are these women all on drugs maybe but i thought what meredith said to that was just like i mean whitney annoys me but that was truly cruel to to use that trauma against whitney of like her dad and like yeah her enableism like she do you know what i mean her codependency it's rude, but I'm also, I understand why Whitney's mere presence would incite someone to go for the jugular because she is so annoying, but she is putting in work in this episode. So hats off to her for that. Mm-hmm. But like Mary is ter- Mary is acting like Meredith's bodyguard. I'm obsessed with after this interaction between who's even talking Whitney and Meredith. Whitney gets up and she walks out as Mary just gives her the up down like judgmental stare. And as Whitney walks out of the kitchen, Mary just looks at the camera and goes, women, women. (laughs) 
I I also was just like screamed. I also was just like Meredith. You can see in her face like she's when she's with Mary, she's like, should I hitch my wagon to the wrong horse? Because mm-hmm. she has to go down with the shit. Because now she's like, damn, this Mary is certifiable. Well, I don't think Mary has had any sort of relationship with women. I think the only one that she knows probably is like the relationship with her mom and then Robert Sr. And Robert Sr. and her son. Like I don't think she has like girlfriends. No, she has women just who work swearing for her, their love worship for her. her. Yeah, but she doesn't have girlfriends. And she has just her clothes. So like Yeah. It makes sense that she would be like misogynistic about Women. I love though women. Women. <laughs> Give her a truly an Emmy. She deserves one. Whitney is we find out that Whitney told Meredith or Whitney tells Meredith too that she hired a private investigator. She like lets it slip. No, she didn't hire a private Oh. She said at least I didn't hire a private investigator. At least I didn't hire a private investigator. Yeah, she's also very I can't tell if she's really sunburned or her dress is just making her skin tone look tomatoy. I think it's her dress. She comes back into the room where all the other girls are sitting and she goes She's like, well, I have really done it now. I said, I'm sorry I didn't hire a private investigator to look into your Uh. father's funeral. And she goes, I do not think we're friends anymore. (laughs) And Jen goes, that's why you're my bitch. And I was like, why are you guys simping for Jen Shaw right now? It's crazy. Also, Jen keeps trying to be like funny. And I'm like, shut up. Yeah, shut up. You're a criminal. Jen, you've defrauded the elderly. (laughs) You are forfeited your comedy, your comedy queen rights. You get some, some comedy lands, but most doesn't because I'm just still hung up on the fact that you were defrauding elderly people people with your straight racketeering cohort Stewart, who I thought was gay all these years. So I'm confused nope. and I do not stand. Stuart might not be her friend for much longer. No. And I love Whitney being like, I do not think we are friends anymore. And I was like, Bill, you were never friends. <laughs> and then Whitney's just running around the house screaming. Where is Mary? Where is Mary? And then they go back down this time with Heather and Whitney and like Jen and toe. Well, no, Meredith goes, She's sitting next to that tofu chunk with Mary and they're both texting. And then Meredith goes, I'm going to go fix this. And so she goes up to that room. Right. And I guess Whitney's taking a piss break. And you hear Heather goes, your urine smells like you need some water. That was good. Drink some water. That was a very Mary comment. Yeah. And then Meredith comes in. She goes, Whitney, I would like to know who is speculating about my father's death. And Whitney strolls out of the bathroom. She goes, everybody. Everybody. And then Barlow storms in. She goes, stop this right now. Stop it right now. Stop it right now. I feel like Lisa was like blacked out when she was ranting. And now she's sort of like coming to. And she's like, oh my God. I just like completely blew up my friendship with for good. I wonder if they're definitely going to address that on the reunion. Yeah. I'm crying. Stop it right now. Then Whitney, it cuts to Whitney and she's going like this. And at one point. I cannot even look. And at one point again, she goes down to Mary and she goes, and Mary goes, yes. And hello. And then Whitney goes, hi, I'm Whitney. 
there's more dialogue about who is speculating and Meredith goes did she speculate or not and then they say like Lisa said maybe it would be one of the two dates and Meredith goes repugnant and revolting (laughs) repugnant and revolting and she goes oh this is all about my father and then she turns and walks away. This is after they asked her, like, what was the date of the memorial? Why is she, like, none of them knew her dad. Why no. Why is she acting like it's, like, a, a personal attack on her dad? It's so bizarre. It's literally, like, what date was this? Yeah. And they have to be, like, it was the 29th. And then the conversation's over. She says, all, oh, oh, I know this what this is, is about. All about my father. I'm like, maybe in your reality, it's all about your dad. Yeah. But not. So she turns and leaves and then Mer- and then that's when Whitney goes where is Mary Cosby from Meredith right now where is she where is she where is she because that's what I want to fucking know and then she goes storming around the house and goes into the kitchen where Mary is still just sitting by the island she Mary goes bye and Whitney goes hi and then Whitney goes don't tell me bye. I'm going to say hi. I'm Whitney. <laughs> bye. Bye. She goes, hi. <laughs> don't tell me. She's black. Don't tell She's me bye. Because I will say hi. Whitney is so drunk. She's shit Shit tanked. Like, yeah. Absolutely. The next day she said, she was like, I just want to know how everything ended. I was like, because you fully blacked out. You blacked out, honey. I love, don't tell me bye. I'm going to say hi. Yeah. <laughs> but I love bye. Hi. The next morning, Lisa looks sheepish. Everyone is like a wreck. I think really traumatized by their own behavior. And, and the whole trip has just been a nightmare. It's been a. T- it's been. It's been a horrendous trip. A fever dream. Zion has been bad for these for everyone. It's been bad for their skin. It's been bad for their livers. Everyone just wants to go home. Except I would say Heather is looking really good. Heather looks great. Heather had fun. Heather had a great time. And I wrote, like, her blonde is really firing. I also love when Mary said to Whitney, you and your cousin. The way she said it was such venom. Like, she's it's, it go, she has she just thinks every Mormon person is inbred. She's disgusted by Mormons. She has the blind S- snobbiness, snobbiness of a, of a true, true Mormon. Mormon. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I love when, like people in like competing religions really like hate each other and they say things like it's sweeping. very like evangelical christian to hate mormons yeah and i just i'm like y'all are both crazy but i spoken really like a, love seeing spoken like a true mormon the blind the blind snobbiness of a true mormon yeah looking out the window mm. Mm, she doesn't even know she looks in bread Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Lisa looks like coy and sheepish. And she's kind of like, you're, you're like, she knows that she just like, the producers were probably like, hey, you kind of went off. We're going to use that. And we're going to use it. We heard everything. We so, got it on the boom mic. Just so you know, like, don't be surprised when at the reunion it's discussed. And so you can just tell Lisa's like. <laughs> at least she owned she sports own. bra. And she did. bring it to the gods. Heather says that. It's Meredith isn't saying the date because she doesn't want to be caught in a lie. So they're still on date memorial date gate has not been resolved. And then Heather kind of is like, have we been too easy with Mary? Yes. And I'm like, you have. You've also been too easy with Jen Shaw. Yeah, you guys are all holding back and you really need to like let her rip because this shit isn't going to work anymore. And Heather's like, she's just so cruel. Mary's just like, she will just she and she never gets taken to task for it. And then Lisa goes, she is. Mary's very cruel. <laughs> I love it. Cutting to Meredith silently eating breakfast in a denim suit. Mm-hmm. And they are, she and Mary are trying to figure out how they're going to ride back. They're going to go with the SUV while the other girls take like the, the sprinter. The sprinter. But van. then Meredith ends up in the sprinter and it's only Mary that goes in the SUV. I think Meredith was also a little drunk and I think she was a little embarrassed about how she was acting. So I yeah. think I think she was trying to like ease or just make it. She was trying to be like, okay, I know I was stupid. Zion brought out the worst in everyone. Except. Except for Mary. And Heather. Yeah. Mary getting into the SUV. She's just waiting silently for the sprinter to go away. And then the SUV pulls up and she gets in the back seat and she goes, this is torture. <laughs> she's in hell. Yeah. She's like, get me back to my church. This is not the level of service she's used to. No. Like riding in a back seat of a car. 
Mary and her husband have like a hundred million dollars, I think. What is their net worth? Probably like like fifty million. I hope for Mary's sake they have money like squirreled away in the Cayman Islands. Totally. I mean, they own all these. They own all that real estate. Yeah. yeah. Then we get back to Salt Lake. Thank God. This is where I was like, "Is the episode over yet?" And I kept being like, "Okay, and now it's over." And then it wouldn't be over, and I'd no. be like, "Okay, well now it most certainly has it's to only be over." Halfway. This was crazy that that was just a halfway point. It's a few weeks. It's a few days later and Meredith's wearing like a cerulean suit, pouring herself a goblet of wine at like 3 p.m. And Seth is there and he's he's kind of like, I want to treat you to Reiki because you need to like he's like Reiki is an energy release. It will cleanse you of this toxic Zion. And I'm like, Seth, I don't want to hear about Seth's and his like. I don't Seth is like into like weird shit I feel like I don't even think it's weird I just think it's like I'm not here for his like wellness guru like spiritual advisor life coach vibe and also I have to say his Botox is challenging me Mm -hmm. it's really rough for me to wrap my head around and I've just wanted to fuck him for so long and I'm really I don't want to fuck him anymore it's disappointing it's really sad but you know who I do want to fuck John Daddy John Barlow. Unbelievable. I finally saw what Thank you've you. been seeing Thank you. all these years with John. I feel finally validated because you should I and my apology, I have Thank seen you. the light. He is sexy. He is in he's, that shirt that he's wearing, clings to his muscles yeah. in such a sexy way. Like he's, very like just cut. Yeah. And I think he's just like He is hot. I think he's a freak. I want to throw my Rolex out the window and then watch him get mad at me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like kind of that like quiet stern. Oof. I've known. You you knew. I knew. From day one, moment one, minute one. Fucking club. I know. I've denounced. The Daddy John Barlow Club. I denounced Seth. I want to just clear it up on the pod because also people have been really trying to come for me over my love for Seth, which I can't control what my body and my brain and my heart is telling me. But now I'm on the right track. I think the listeners will appreciate that as well. You were born this way. I was born this way. Thank you. Meredith kind of takes her wine and she goes, (laughs) (laughs) cheers. Cheers, (laughs) Seth. Seth is like, like, this is not doing Seth any favors for the claims that Lisa Barlow made of him, them not being able to afford a house because he keeps changing jobs. Seth is like, I feel like Seth is like, tries to push Meredith. He's like, let's do Tantra. Yeah. (laughs) And Meredith is just like, I can't with this She's like, I truly cannot handle being in his presence anymore you can kind of tell meredith despises seth a little i can also see why she is driven to cheat on him yeah because if you have that job changing male botox reiki energy coming at you like it's like not it's sturdy. not sexy it's no, no john b Mm-mm. i'll tell you that right He's now a sturdy Mormon anchor. Ooh, John Barlow <laughs> is just doing pull-ups in the gym with his legs crossed. Yeah. Ow! It's unreal. He is a strong Mormon. He's man. a man. Yeah. He's a he's a true. He is a true. He could chop some wood if he's you a asked fella. him to. He is a stand-up husband. Heather has like a. I don't really care. She like her daughter is getting into. UCSB. I was like, this is what we we do college reveal parties yeah, now. Yeah, cool. Good. Congrats. 
Um, Jen is talking to her lawyer. Fascinating. More of this. They're going to have to go to New York for trial because that's where, where the crimes happen that were are being alleged. And he said Stuart might flip on her. This is also you see Jen's desperation and being like, we're approaching this as a team, right? Like, it's crazy because we're a team and I can't, t- I'm not, I can't talk to him. So, yeah. but I want, but you talk to him and you talk to his lawyers and we're in this together. Right. And, and, and he's just like, trying to make sure that he yeah. isn't in fact flipping on her, which he basically is going to do now. But the lawyer's kind of like, yeah, like Jen, you're, he's going about this alone. Just like you are. You're both in this separately. And he will testify against you probably. So you have to prepare yourself for that. I know this lawyer also seems kind of shady. Yeah. I mean, well, he, I think he also doesn't want to have to tell his client that she's like totally fucked, fucked on he, camera. He also looks like a, <laughs> he's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. He's like really slimy lawyer vibes. Mm. Stereotypical lawyer, defense lawyer vibes. Lisa has a like a little George Foreman type grill that she's obsessed with. She goes, I love my new grill. I love she's <laughs> plugging. It's the Truman Show. That's me with my coffee machine. And she's like grilling like little like kebabs and like. She little- goes, don't tell me I can't cook. Iron chef. She's got to wrap them. They're sitting around the dinner table and the grill's on the table and they're just grilling their dinner. I love that. And she's like, I eat really healthy. So, Mary, Meredith, don't talk about my my diet. Don't say I need nutrients. I'm eating healthy. I'm making shrimp on the grill that I love. I love my new grill. I want her to, I want to, like, rock her grill with her. Same. I want to make, like, did they make raclette? In, yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I love raclette. Mm-hmm. I want to fire some, uh, some Wagyu steak. Just put and it some right shrimp. there. Yeah. Invite the Barlows over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote, okay, John Barlow is the hottest he's husband. Hot. I get it now. You were right. Thank you. He's put on 40 pounds of mean muscle. Like he's he's beefed up since season one. He's beefing up for like the end times. Daddy. And I'm here for it. Yeah. We should have visited Mary's church when we were in. I know. I, that was a missed opportunity. I feel like we didn't. We had time, but we also didn't. Yeah. We were really focused on the Mormon tabernacle and on vaulters, and we missed perhaps the most important thing. Yeah, because like the Mormon ta- I mean, it was cool. I'm glad we went. Me too. I enjoyed it. It was the educational. Vaulters? Shame on you. We really learned our vaulters lesson the hard way. And that is that they don't... They don't honor a walk-in. It's all about a res. But... Shame on you, Valters. I think is gone forever, and now we missed our only opportunity to have. Well, we can do like a. We can just go like. We do have to get back to SLC. Yeah, maybe in like two years. Two years. Maybe in like a year. A year. What, honey? This year, Valters. (laughs) It waits for no one. I'm about to do a day trip to SLC and back just to eat at Walters. <laughs> you, you have full like Walters is my Moby Dick at this point. You need like a full like 24 hours from midnight to midnight. <laughs> I leave on a red eye to SLC, arrive in the morning. No, no, no. I don't like that timing. No. Then I wait 10 hours for Walters to open. You have to get in there right at like 3 p.m. Because no, you know the, I it's not make a take, res at Walters. It won't take long to get from the airport. I leave in the morning. Get there at like two. Get there at two. Stop by Beauty Lab and laser. Get some Botox. Get a little Botox. Maybe get them to laser my armpit hair. <laughs> then 
go for an early dinner at Walter's. And then get back on like a late night flight. Yeah, get back on like a 9 p.m. flight. Get and in at midnight. Be back in. Love that. Do I have to do this alone? I'm not doing that. God damn it. <laughs> the spirit um, has moved me today to invite you to Salt Lake City on a day trip to Walters. The city has moved me to invite you to Roos Chris. I'm going to... The spirit has moved me. I The spirit shan't ever move me to stay at the Little American, though. I'll no. stay at the Big American. We got to stay at the big, <laughs> the big guns. I'm not staying at LA. No. we Or a Marriott. We'll find a Marriott. I'll stay at a Marriott. The spirit has moved me to consume three seafood towers <laughs> in a week and get mercury poisoning. <laughs> Heather Meredith, and... <laughs> Meredith? This is like... This what? made me love her a little again. So Meredith has a... I'm obsessed with her gay trainer mm-hmm. who's like, looks like a giant dimple. <laughs> he's Carson Kressley vibes. And he's like her trainer. But, and this was like, this is why I love her because it was such a power move. So Meredith has invited Whitney and Heather to come over amidst all this tension and basically interrogate them while they're being zapped, which I thought was such power. It's incredible work. I don't know what a sculpt flex machine is i am assuming that it's basically the same as m sculpt yeah but i want it i want that i like that they're just like drinking wine i love that they have it like come to them Mm -hmm. and if this is actually like a good machine and a good treatment meredith's basically treating them to like four thousand dollars of yeah and according to Lisa. Of procedures. Who has, where's she getting that money? Yeah. Seth isn't making that money. <laughs> but the, she's kind of like evil. Like, so they're on their way over. They're like, when, Whitney's like, I wonder what it'll be like there. I wonder if she will still be upset with me. <laughs> and then we get to Meredith and her, all the people that are setting up the, um, the sculpting machines are like, we could turn it up to a hundred. That's like, as and she goes, Meredith goes, why don't we turn it up on them? And a lady goes. Well, I've never gotten it up to above 60. And Meredith sips her wine. She goes, I can put them at 100. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> I live for torturing someone with a beauty treatment. Well, she has a goblet of red wine. Just walking around. Um, the Okay, part of what made me think that this was not a good machine. Well, A, I think that Meredith's getting this for free. Yeah. Because exposure but then also if you have heather come over it's basically like you're showing this woman who owns like a very popular med spa a machine that she may want to actually have and use it's it's like so everyone's winning except i was like this machine doesn't seem like it's working because at one point whitney sits up and an electrode has just fallen off of the back of her yeah it seems a little like it's not m sculpt yeah. And I want M Sculpt Neo. M Sculpt, if you're listening, sponsor please us. Please sponsor the pod and give Carrie and I. I want one. We want carte blanche. I want my abs to I, be carved out. I still want to get a colonic. Me too. We should do that. Yeah. We'll do that. I'll Let's do that. Do- I won't go to Salt Lake City, but I'll get my shit taken out with okay, you. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Right. Then, yeah, Meredith. Meredith basically, so they basically, she's like questioning them and they're like, oh, and Whitney's like, oh, her like big, big, big knockers are just going, she's like, I need you to turn it down because you ask a question and it is crazy. She's like Juliana Huff. Wait, 
like I literally thought that that blonde dimple was the Reiki guy from the Goop series that Reiki orgasmed Juliana Huff. Oh. I thought that that's what Seth had like arranged, but I think it was Seth is into that shit. Oh yeah. <gasps> I'm sorry, <gasps> like guys who Seth has the energy of a guy that would get really into that in lieu of actually just like getting a job and bringing home the bacon. Yeah. Anything to divert from like his responsibility failure as a man and a husband. I love, I've tur- fully turned on Seth. The moment that I heard that Meredith can't, my queen can't have the house of her dreams because Seth isn't bringing in the money. I'm also like, what is all this traveling you do for that? Yeah. It kind of makes me like, now that I've like, I now feel like, I'm like a little hmm. empathetic towards Meredith. I am too. Cause I'm like, she's like clearly just like, fuck. You're like, literally you spend all your time in like Ohio and like Minnesota. Akron. Like you're in the bowels of nowhere asking me to like move to these places that I don't want to live because it's the only way that you can get a job. And you're and she's like, like, I'm a glamorous woman who deserves to be around beauty. And I like, deserve a house on a mountain top and silk so I can mess with my jewels. <laughs> She just wants a giant home where she doesn't have to be near you all the time. Yeah, or be near you, but you need to help pay for the home. It's not that much to ask, but instead you're just like flitting around Akron and now you're talking about Reiki and nothing has ever made me want to fuck another man more. (laughs) But but Whitney's literally going, oh, oh no, man. Can you turn it down a little, man? (laughs) And Meredith's just with a god going, Say what? Ma- say what? She say goes, it again, Whitney. And when that question came up, who was in charge? Is do, it do, do, safe, do, do, do. Whitney? Is it safe? No. <laughs> hmm. She goes, turn it up to 80. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Her face melts off like an Indiana Jones. You're in the <laughs> most <laughs> in the most searing pain of your life, but you come out of it with arms that are sculpted yeah. to the gods. You have like Mackenzie Davis arms. Yeah, your full Madonna arms circa like 2005. <laughs> Megan Amram one time said Madonna's arms are like cobras. They are. <laughs> so sinewy. Mm-hmm. Your arms are truly not Serpent. one ounce of fat to get them, but you have been tortured within an inch of your life and questioned by Meredith. Well, so they find out that Meredith finds out that it was Lisa who she called meredith and then after she hung up while on the bus during jen's arrest she said meredith is at her father's memorial so whitney has been perpetual or lisa barlow has been perpetuating this but i'm like i think it was a misunderstanding from the jump i think she just said she's at her father's memorial and then someone and then it got somehow telephone gamed into she's lying about that because i think that whitney was the first person that was like was it the memorial or wasn't? Was it yeah. the date? Why Meredith is like, well, that's very interesting about Lisa. I'm going to have to. T-. And I'm like, why Why are you making this? Just fucking say if you were there or not. Yeah, just say the date. I think Lisa just was like, oh, you're, you're. She goes, I wasn't even. I was in Aspen. I wasn't even there. I was in Vail. I'm like, what? I was in Aspen with Mary. I was in Aspen with Mary. Get your story straight. Just say what it's you were not doing. not complicated. What the fuck were you up to? You pill head. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? Are you on too many perks? The oxycloud. Yeah. It's like Mar- Martha Kelly in the episode last night being mm-hmm. like, your brain just sort of falls out. It's called dark spots. And then it your, happens to your whole brain. 
That's Meredith right now being like... Meredith's in the midst of a dark spot. But Whitney is also causing... It's like now they're... This is going to make Lisa Barlow back into a corner even more. But she'll come out claw. And I can't wait for the finale. Finally. Via vultures, we fly. (laughs) (laughs) Someone on the Patreon referred to all the Lisa Barlow super stands as Vita vultures. And now that's all I can think of. (laughs) Vita vultures, we fly. We ride. We fly, we ride. We we pick. We pick. We scavenge. We scavenge. We eat the meat off of our enemies' bones. So guys, get ready for the finale. It's finally coming. Also, Seattle show is sold out. Seattle, Barboza, we have sold you out. Thank you to all the Seattle heads. Portland and San Francisco. Portland, I'm looking at you. I know we moved some tickets because people were commenting. They were like, fine, I'll buy my Portland tickets, to which I say thank you. Thank you. But the rest of you Portland bitches, you better get on it. You don't hold get, out on don't, us. Don't you make don't me scold you, you from the stage. Yeah, don't you don't you hang back. Yeah, you, just do it. It's, all, it's coming up in a month. Like we just let's get this going. Yeah. Let's so, get it started as the black eyed peas. Let's once. get it started. <laughs> and then we'll do what else they said, but we can't say on the pod by the time we get to the stage. We'll all be getting started in here. We will be getting started. <laughs> Let's get it started. started. Let's get it started in here. Yeah, so. that's us in Portland. Please. And also SF, you guys. Come on. I know. We, we know we have heads there. I know. I think that those gays are just dragging their feet. I'm going to have to talk to the gays. You go talk to the gays. I'll make a public service announcement to all the SF gays. Mm-hmm. To the LGBTQIA community in San Francisco. From one gay to another. What are you waiting for? Love me like you do. Love you, love you like you do. You can find all the links to shows and Patreon, etc. in our socials. And uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. Ciao.